0: to say this though in terms of moving forward um, I want to I want to close up the blackbirds thing and just talk a little bit about myself and my daughter and some of the other things I'm doing just quickly as a footnote because see the blackbird story is this is really about from classroom to courtroom and beyond that's the blackbird story when it's said and done um, and hopefully I will write that story I've already started but it's really about some students being in the classroom Studying with a with a, with a jazz icon, a professor, uh, an academic um, hierarchy with Donald Byrd to, to, to success. How about from classroom to success, to the courtroom and beyond? Now, the beyond is just as important as everything else. The beyond for me is that for the last 30 years, I've been able to have a solo career. I've been able to do a lot of things musically that I haven't done only dreamed of and I ha- that I couldn't have dreamed of you know like um you know first of all having a, having a record career and you know having albums out and having success with that 12, um, 12 albums by my count yes 12, 12 albums out there and, and continuing and, and for the last since 2008 I have my own label now and so what does that mean that means I just put up the money for everything now instead of going knocking on doors and, and asking somebody can I make a record I put my budgets together and monies and I fund them myself I I, I fund um, not only making the record but you know getting the publicist uh, getting the social media uh, all the aspects of what a record company does we have to do that today that's the time we live in and you know hey I'm a big boy now right I'm supposed to do that stuff so um so I'm excited that I get to do that based on what I learned from the blackbirds and all that that's always would be my foundation and stuff but, you know, so, so, so in addition to my records, um, my latest record is called, you know, my most recent one is called New American Suite. Um, and this is uh, uh, probably one of my best records, I believe, because it's, it was a departure from everything. It, it, it we'll put it this way. It was a departure from my earlier records, commercial records I may have done, or the smooth jazz records, or however you want to call them that, that was embraced by that. I went back to my basics. It's an an acoustic piano record. I'm playing nothing but piano. There's no synthesizers and there's a bass player and drummer. And it sounds and feels fantastic. I had a great group of guys playing with me on there. Michael Bradford uh, helped me co-produce, co-write the record. Chris Chris Coleman on drums. Um, I'm excited about that. Um, I'm I'm doing theatrical things, plays. I'm 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 doing arrangements. Um, I'm writing new um, plays. I'm, I just finished arranging um, uh, a jazz quintet version for Porgy and Bess that ran up in Santa Barbara. Porgy and Bess is as we all know is the iconic George to Ira Gershwin um, opera, right? There Summer is from that, right? Summertime is from yeah. that. I got plenty of nothing. Um, uh, a boat leaves from New York. A lot of hit jazz standard songs, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but what I'm proud of with that with with that achievement is that I took the great masters' work, and 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 blended it in, and, and and reorchestrated it for a jazz quintet. And the setting was set in the 1960s, so that was perfect for me. I knew how to bring in the the jazz because they wanted to set it in the civil rights movement or the civil rights period. So that told me what the music was gonna be. So I'm proud of that achievement. Uh, I'm working on, on a new um, uh, play that I'm composing for called Princess of 57th Street. And um, I'm, I'm creating original music from scratch uh, as, a, as a composer, as a songwriter, I'm excited with that. Um, my daughter, um, Dominique Tony, um, I produce her debut record. Um, a few years ago, and we're still having success with that. What's that now? Can you see it? A little higher. A little higher. Very good. Right. Yeah. It's called nice. A Love Like Ours. And, um, you know, it, what a joy um, to be able to work and collaborate with your daughter. I mean, 20 years ago, she'd be in this studio when I first moved in this house, listening to my songs and, and playing piano lessons. And, and who knew that, you know, she'd go to college, to NYU, and come back um, and say, hey, daddy, I got some songs I want you to listen to. So, we, you know, we listen to them. And, and I said, well, that's pretty good. Let's work on that. So over a period of about three or four years, we put her, her album together when she came back from school. And, um, you know, uh, it's a blessing. You know, we're having success with this. I've released this on my um, um, Kevin Tony uh, K-Tone Enterprises labels. Uh, her title cut right now with three singles into it, and uh, and, on jazz radio, on contemporary jazz radio, she's still in the top 20, 18 weeks out. So we're having success with that. We do shows together, I perform with her live. Um, Kevin, Tony, Dominique, Tony, and um, so God's blessing us uh, with doing that work. Um, I wanna say that um, something else of interest to you, two things, one, when Donald Byrd passed away, May he rest in peace too. Back was, uh, in 2000. 2013, I believe. Correct.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, the next year, I put together a tribute for him. I called it the Donald Bird Acoustic Electric Sessions. And so, what I wanted to do, uh, and I got the idea, was to do um, some concert performances that would um, honor him and give it be a tribute to not only his popular stuff he did in the 70s but for the stuff he did, the acoustic stuff. So I was able to put together a couple of concerts where I had Nicholas Payton, the, the great jazz trumpet player from New Orleans play, Gary Bartz, great jazz um, saxophonist from back east. He was on some of the earlier downbird records. I had Dominic do the lead singing and in uh, my, my my trio, and we added a guitar player. The first half of the show was an acoustic set. We did things like Crystal Redemptor, um, 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 just downbridge things that were the of, of acoustic nature fancy free second half we did the electric stuff flight time you know um places and spaces um sounds chain. great yeah you know so on and so forth and and then of course i had that you know we add some blackbird songs on there so i have that that i do from time to time people ask me to do that that's something in addition from the blackbirds um and then the other thing that i've done that i'm most proud of You know, um, Scott, you find out hopefully later in your life that your gifts are not your purpose. Let me repeat that. Your gifts are not your purpose. And I found out probably the hard way um, and and in the most unusual way, I found out my gifts weren't weren't my purpose because um, 13 years ago, I was facing divorce like this because of my infidelities, cheating on my wife. By God's standard and man's standard, my wife had every reason to kick me out, man. I, uh, she had every reason, but that didn't happen. So, and I would learn out years later why that didn't happen. But my miracle and testimony and my changing point in real life was this, that um God brought me out of infidelity, cheating on my wife 25 years into our marriage. Now, 25 years is a long time. You know, you figure you're pretty set. So whatever you're doing, you're doing. But I was brought out of it over a period of time. Uh, my, I was restored as a broken man because I was broken. I was lost thinking that the grass was greener on the other side and being foolish, you know, just uh, all that stuff that I had brought to believe that about women and treating a woman was 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 totally a misconception. What what year are we talking? Well, we're talking about two thousand four. Okay, that you know, I almost lost everything, is what I'm telling you. But look, my my, I was restored as a broken man. My marriage was restored, and so now me and my wife have been married for thirty eight years this year. Wow. That's a praise God moment. Um, because I know God did, I didn't do it. I pay, had to pay attention because if it was up to me, I certainly wouldn't be talking to you about this and I wouldn't have my wife, but here's the blessing. And and here's the real story. The real story is that God would use me. Uh, the reason why that, uh, I didn't lose my wife because God would be able to use my story to show that, um, God can heal what's broken. And in this case, a broken marriage, a broken relationship. So whatever your brokenness is, I've come to find out that what my real purpose is, besides making music, that's, that's a gift. Your gifts take you in front of people. My real purpose is really to help people grow and stay together through faithfulness and relationships. And so with that note, I've also been um, given two books to write. My first book I wrote was how I really got all this together, and also I t- and the first book was called "The Virtuous Man Breaking the Men's Code." Any musician out there should get this book because some of you, some of you is in here. I talk about how I got these men's codes, and by the way, the men's codes are any reason or rationale a man uses to have sexual and emotional relationships outside of his wife or committed partner, and there are many of them. One of the men's code that got me busted, or that got me, yeah, got me busted and got me, it was a misconception that if I had an affair with a woman outside of the city I lived in, I can get away with it. But my wife was a great detective. She had GPS on the car. Um, She had all the phone records. All the stuff I thought that I should have covered, I wasn't a good cheater. At any rate, she had all that covered, and, um, you know, long story short is I'm glad I got Discovered because I found out through the, through that course and going through that that my wife was the best thing that God had given me. 25 years I was just not in a space to recognize that and recognize her. So I'm glad I've gotten a second chance with my wife and family to do something greater. So really, the book tells one how I got these misconceptions that it was okay to disrespect and cheat on your wife. So I tell how I got them from my father. Um, I mentioned uh, what that story was, to how I gained them as a young musician coming up in Detroit, hanging out with the big boys, playing with everybody, and seeing these guys cheat on their wives and doing this, that, and the other. So hey, of course, you know, you have to be careful about, well, you have to have a filter. And some of us, I didn't have a filter. You have to know how to filter out some things you don't need to know about in life. And I, I didn't have a good filter. It would come later. And so anyway, um, I tell the story of how I gained those things. And I even tell the story of how I got my graduate degree in, the, in breaking in, in the men's coat from Donald Berg, watching how he operated. With all due respects to him, uh, it's, it's true. And, 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 and I say that because I was so enamored uh, with being in his presence that I watched everything he did. So uh, So even the things he didn't tell you to do. You watch, you so you saw how he operated with women or how how he did this, that, and the other. And I talk about it in the book with all due respect. Um, so um I talk. you know, so so I got my finishing touches, you know, with all that success came baggage that I would bring into my marriage. And some of the some of the baggage I couldn't let go of, Scott. And and, and again, I almost lost everything. But my story is this: if I can do it, and if I can change my behavior. Over time, and, and, and look, but believe me, my recovery period was like five, six years, so it didn't happen overnight, and I don't want to really get into all the details now because I, I encourage people, you can go to my website, www.keventony.com and read the story. I've got I've got the books up there. I've got that information, but, you know, again, the book tells The Virtuous Man, Breaking the Men's Coast, tells how I got these misconceptions and how I got it together, the practical and physical steps. Most importantly now is my new book out. Um, just, just, uh, I'm just releasing it. It's called Super Glue Your Love Relationship. Super Glue. You know what Super Glue is, right? Of course. Super Glue Your Love Relationships. Ingredients to Grow and Bond It. See the Super Glue on there? Yeah. So, so, so the deal with this book, and, and the reason why this is important, is that um, it, it's it's a book to um, it one it tells where I'm at 13 years later how I'm 13 years infidelity free. How about that? Some people say they're one year drug free. Well, guess what? Kevin Tony is 13 years infidelity free. And that's a big deal because see, before I talk about this book, greater than music. And and, and, and some people are musicians, particularly from that, well, not only from that, era, but musicians and entertainers, we're some selfish people out there. And we don't realize what we do when we um, um, don't respect our wives and marriages not only do we destroy a family and our children but we destroy our wives and we keep perpetuating the same um, mistruths and misconceptions that the men are men and men are supposed to do that I tell you right now that is not the case it's about behavior and rethinking things and doing what God calls us to do love our wives respect them have reverence for them so this book the new book tells Really, um, how my wife and I have uh, rebounded, 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 and super glued our relationship to, to heights unbeknown before, even when we were doing good. And so I also interview people who have had long relationships um, in life, and, and, and I journal how they've super glued their relationship. So now both of my books really become, they become tools. For relationships, for, for, for behavior, for either changing your behavior, like the first book, Virtuous Man Breaking the Men's Code, that's for men. That's for men who need, who either are where I was or about to be there. Or if you get beginning to start your relationship, get this book so you won't even ever get there. Because far greater than your success will be the success that you're going to have with your family and your legacy with your children. Far greater than music. Market that to the NBA, this one place. And you know what, we're gonna do that. I'm gonna, you know what, because see this, these subjects are really bigger than even, they're for entertainers. they're for men period, they're for couples. My second book is really for couples though. And so that's a good thing. Um, And so getting back to, again, for musicians out there, look, God has blessed me with so much success with the Blackbirds and, and and my solo career and the things I'm doing, music. That he's even blessed me even more by finding a, a purpose greater than music and things. Now, see, music is great. I can make people feel good, but if I can help save somebody's relationship or marriage or how somebody thinks about that, how much is how how much is that worth? And I'll tell you this, and I'll leave you with this thought if you unless you have something else. How about this? Out of everything we've talked about. Being with the Blackbirds and all those hit records, Scott, guess what that's done for me? Besides giving me a legacy in music and all that, which is great, and I appreciate that, and I remember that, and I always want to tell my story because I was there. My story, not his story or somebody else's story. um, Is that it's really given me, it's the setup for something greater for me, what I'm doing as a speaker and as a writer to really help grow and keep families together. I mean, I would have never had any thought in my wildest imagination while I was making those records that because of my success with the Blackbirds, guess what? People pay attention. So if I tell them, oh, I'm Kevin Tony with the Blackbirds, and I tell I'm walking in rhythm and play that, well, what else you got? Well, by the way, I'm also an author, and I want to talk to you about faithfulness in relationship and, and, and the importance of it. and um, and and, and and how are you doing in that area because everybody struggles and, and we know there are millions of men millions of couples who um break up or whose marriages are destroyed and see i'm epidemic. i'm just it's an it's epidemic so i'm so passionate about this man i'm so passionate about it because see i could have been another statistic i could have been another number yeah kevin tony did this so he messed up and he cheated and he ain't with his wife and and, and my kids could say Oh look at my father he was just like the rest of them but man I tell you what that was a cycle it's stopping the cycle and not only that Mm -hmm. I am so elated that that happened for me that I that I that I've gotten to that that now I want to help others I wanna help others who might be struggling with that or before you even get there. So that's what my purpose is. And I say hallelujah to that, okay? And I'm still making the greatest music I can make better than what I've made ever before because now that I'm being, I found my purpose and know my groove, now God is supersizing my music blessings far more than what I could have ever conceived, writing symphonies. Um, I'm doing all kinds of music across all kinds of lines. I'm no longer you know i never wanted to just to be considered one thing just the blackbirds it's just that and the other and for many years i got to tell you this I, and i'll leave you with this it's interesting for many years into my solo career i really wanted to not let people know i was a blackbird i kind of like want to shoot that under until i had one of my good friends tell me over and over and i and i put him on a concert with me ray parker jr we were doing a concert and i had Ray as one of my special guests i had a um uh, a package deal. I had another person on the show and I had Ray Parker. And I remember after the concert or during the concert um, and I introduced Ray Parker with Ghostbusters, then Ray came back and said, hey, wait a minute, everybody. I know you know Kevin Tony for his solo stuff, but do you have any idea who he is, what he's done? How many of you know Rock Creek Park the Blackbirds? And he started naming the That's him. He's the original guy. So he said, from you know, Kevin, play a little bit of that. And so for years, I kind of shunned that, you know, and it's interesting. But you know what? Um, I have learned to have great joy for embracing my history, playing those songs. Those songs are just as much as part of my legacy as everything I've done. And I'm grateful. Ray
1: Ray, Ray Parker, too, it's kind of ironic because most people are not aware that the Ghostbusters guy did
0: all that other stuff that he did. Absolutely. In fact, you know what? I want to connect you with him. He would be a great story for you because, you know, Ray Parker, before Ray Parker was Ray Parker and radio, and he had all those uh, hits in the, in the early, late 70s, early 80s. Ray Parker used to be the funkiest, and he still is, but he used to record. He was one of the most recorded guitar players in R&B history of the 70s.
1: No, I know the stuff he did with Herbie, and he did Rufus. Yep. Yeah, I'd, love to, I'd love to have him
0: on. Hook, hook, hook it up. I will hook you up because he should be part of what you talk here. And um, so, hey, that's my story, now. Hey, first
1: off, I just want to say, you know, all power to you. That's fantastic. I I mean, it's great to hear the way you've gone through this journey and where you are now. So congratulations for that. Thank Um, you. Definitely. So I I did want to ask, you know, in uh, a few years ago, a Blackbird's record surfaced. And I guess there was a reunion of sorts, but you were not involved in that?
0: Yes, that's correct. It, it, it appeared as called um, Gotta Fly, something like that. Keith had put that out with the guys in D.C. You know, by the way, the Blackbird, so everybody knows the score. I mean, it's, it's all good. You know, not you know, I think we love each other. I love them. Uh, and we're good. You know, and there was a time um, before that record came out that we would do some reu- reunion gigs together. Right? I mean, you know, come 2008, 2007, I was on the stage with them for, se- for several things. And then... Um, uh, they put their record out and I remember um i wasn't I wasn't really asked to be on it maybe just one or two things and so we just couldn't work it out you know we just couldn't come together on it and so um I wished them well but it just uh it wasn't uh, we couldn't get the business right so let's just leave it at that. And they put the record out. And um, that was kind of the resurgence of the Blackbirds on record again. What was that 2012 or 13? Yep. yep. Yeah. And so I don't know when they're going to do it again. But look, the Blackbirds keep Joan Oval living in D.C. Uh, bless their hearts. And they keep the Blackbirds going. I mean, they uh, go over to Europe and do gigs. You know, they've, they've got their, their original Blackbirds. I mean, occasionally, since I've been out in California, uh, for the last four years I've ha- have occasionally uh, put together a west coast ver- uh, blackbirds I would get one or two of the original guys fly them out here I wouldn't have all the originals but I would get one or two of them and we, we come out and do some blackbird gigs here. We've done the Long Beach Jazz festival here I guess the west coast version. Um, we've done um, uh, Yoshi's uh, we've done um, uh, several you know, se- you know a-, a couple of gigs out here. But, you know, it was never really, again, my, you know, I, I do those out of it being available. If someone calls me, I'm, you know, if I'm available, I, I, I do it. But it's, it's never, since I left them, it's never been my, um, it's never been my calling to keep that, the light burning for that. But, but I, you know, but the,
1: but the door is open.
0: Absolutely. Could, the could right, happen it, the absolutely. Place. The right door. Yeah. There's no animosity there. And the right stuff comes up. I'm in contact for them. I, in fact, I've gotten things that uh, just come across my table that I've asked if they're available. And so you know, we're talking, so that's the good thing, right? We're talking and um, we'll see what the good Lord has in store for us. Um, uh, I think that that could be great. You know, um, um. Uh, An opportunity where we can do a recording in the studio and kind of you know one last hurrah for it um uh, so we'll see what happens but in the meantime I've always been one to want to move forward and move my pendulum forward and I'm okay with seasons you know I understand life has seasons some are shorter than the others and you know my season is usually about seven years for something outside of my wife and family right and um, so yeah that's um That, yeah, came out and um, go to D.C. You can probably see them playing in some clubs there.
1: Yeah. Outstanding. So uh, one more time before I close things out, why don't you tell people again how they can keep up with all the things that you're doing?
0: Yes, yes. So you can reach out to me. I'm on Facebook uh, under Kevin Tony. Um, uh, I've got a couple of Facebook pages, Kevin Tony Musician. Um, You can keep up with me on my website. Which really has everything I do, from my my, my solo records um, to my books that I talk about, to my speaking engagements. Um, I've got speaking videos. I've got uh, live music. <clears throat> you can see the uh, music I, I've got out on my label with my, you know, with my latest thing, uh, the recording that I told you about, Dominique's, uh, my daughter Dominique Tony. www.keventony.com That's K E V I N. T-O-N-E-Y. Go to my website. It's pretty much up to date. Um, I'm on Twitter. I'm on all the social media um, plans, uh, things. And um, uh, I hope to see you um, in, in a city um, somewhere near you um, soon. And, and 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 don't forget to check out my latest thing, my new book, Super Glue Your Love Relationship. Everybody needs some super glue. How about you? <laughs>
1: No doubt, no doubt. Well, uh, Kevin, it's been a blast. Um, you know, as a fan from back in the day, it's been just a dream come true to be able to, you know, meet you and just hear all those inf- fantastic stories and just know that you're still doing what you're doing today. So uh, it's definitely uh, been been an experience I'll, I'll treasure. So thank you. So with that, it's time to wrap up this edition of Truth and Rhythm. A huge thanks again to Mr. Kevin Tony, a funk and jazz keyboard giant with the Blackbirds and as a solo artist and all the other uh, talents and interests that you've heard about. Uh, thank you so much again to the viewers. Be sure to look out for other editions of Truth and Rhythm at FunkinStuff.net and on YouTube and also podcasts on uh, iTunes and other providers. If you're an artist or a music industry figure interested in being on the show, like maybe Ray Parker Jr., um, email me at scottg at funkinstift.net or if you're a fan and you want to see a particular artist on the show do the same and we'll try to make it happen so until next time on behalf of Kevin Tony
0: alright thank you thank you I look forward to um, seeing the show and um, letting people know about what you're doing you're doing a wonderful thing Scott
1: I appreciate it thank you so
0: this is Scott Dr. JX well fine
1: as always saying keep on vibing to the rhythm of the one